0: I just ballooned, I I didn't take care of me. That's David Specht. He's an expert in building healthy habits. For the last five years, he's helped countless people transform their lives and today he's gonna share exactly how he lost over 100 pounds and kept it off
1: for good. Much like a computer, we are garbage in, garbage out. So early on in my journey, I had to inundate myself with the knowledge of the habits. And David opens up about the struggles he faced, including ridicule from friends, missteps along the
0: way, and the patience it took to make lasting change over
1: time. Imagine your friends groups when you take out your, what we call them, feelings in a bar or a shake or or whatever that's part of our meal plan at a meeting when they're having dinner or whatever and they look at you like you've got three heads. By the end of this episode, you're going to learn three things. First, you're going to understand the mindset
0: shifts needed to lose weight long term. Then David's gonna map out exactly how to create healthy habits you can maintain. And he'll share his top tips for finding the motivation and community to support your journey. So if you're ready to stop fad diets and transform your health and mindset from the inside out, then stick around.
2: But first, this is The Fit Mass where together, we learn to develop habits that help us live beyond our mental health struggles to create happier, healthier lives. He's Zach, he lives in the future with his anxiety. He's Jeremy, and he lives in the past with his depression. And we get together once a week in the present to share the obstacles we face and how we overcome them. The story we're about to share is one of weight loss,
0: but it's from the perspective of a middle-aged man who, by his own description, was a bit of a mess, with more problems than he could count. But when he began his weight loss journey, he learned what so many others before him already knew, that taking care of his physical health opened the door to solving a lot of those other problems. So let's get right to it. Our guest is health coach David Specht. His before and after photo is super impressive. So we started the conversation by asking him about the before part of his story. Before becoming the version of David that you are today, who were you? Who was that guy and what, what did he struggle with?
1: Oh, everything. I mean, <laughs> let's be honest. We're, I'm a guy. I struggle with everything and don't talk about it. So that, that's, that's number one. Uh, I was what you would consider the big guy, okay? I'm six foot five, so I was already tall. Um, after my stint in the Air Force, Just to kind of give you a little background, I went from a 34 waist to a 38 waist in six weeks and then capped out at a 42 inch waist, weighing 325 pounds in 2018. So, yeah, this is in my, you know, 20s, 30s, and all the way to age four almost 49 at the time. I would try a fad here and there. I'd be like the Atkins King for about two weeks or or whatever. And then I want potatoes. And the next thing you know, I'm I'm, I'm back up into where, you know, you never go back to where you were. You always go back to past it. And so really, and truly I, I was, I was, what you would call, you know, I guess the term would be every man. I mean, we, I was the guy who would make jokes about my own weight just so other people wouldn't make jokes. Or I would say funny things like I'm married now. I don't have anybody to impress. I don't need abs. I don't need this. <laughs> and, and and you know for me if it was baptized in oil, you know, fried, uh, that was for me, you know. Vegetables <laughs> was corn, you know, the, the whole 9 yards. Pre pre health journey, Dave was he considered himself fat and happy on the outside, but in the inside he knew he wasn't being the best version of himself. Whether I stuffed it way 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 down and 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 you know just, you know, ignored that fact but the truth of the matter is, I was placed in leadership positions by virtue of, of of position in the community, position in my church, position in my company. But at the same time, I knew I wasn't showing up, and, and so there was this this internal battle all the time. The outside Dave seemed confident, but the inside Dave was just just off the off his rails and looking for you know satisfaction and vice, looking for satisfaction and ambition, but never really putting everything together to figure out what my true purpose was. And it wasn't until I started getting my personal life in order, it's not going to be completely in order, but at least started to get it in order, did my purpose in the world start to manifest. and, And I started realizing that I was here for more than just me.
2: So let's dive into that a little bit. What happened? for you to start making changes to get to the point where you are today.
1: Can I tell you, it didn't start right. And I didn't do it for the right reasons. You know, everybody thinks they hit this aha, why moment of, Oh, here I am. And it's the, 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 you know, the angels are singing and, and this is the thing, right. But the truth of the matter is my wife came home from visiting her dad who had had his second heart surgery. And she was like, David, we got to do something. And so She was the one, you know, we had like, you know, closets of exercise equipment bought online, you know, or bought on a TV, you know, that held, held clothes real well, but we never used, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, we have boxes of, you know, whatever supplements are over here that, that, that she would, she would order. And so my reason, I said, look, we'd been following some friends of ours who had lost a considerable amount of weight and and kept it off. And they were health coaches and she's like, I want to follow them. And that's, what, that's when I looked at and I said, you follow everything. You do everything. I mean, I had this like real bad attitude about it all. And I said, i t- tell you what I'm going to do. And I, I almost did it with the finger pointing, although I, I probably shouldn't. <laughs> I said, I'm going to do this for 30 days just to make sure you stick to it. <laughs> that's what I told her. Nice. And then I went as far as to say, and whatever you put in front of me, I'll eat. Now, I don't know if it was just a moment of insanity at that time, you know, not realizing what I was saying. But she said, OK, we're going to do this thing together. And can I tell you, gentlemen, the first time I had to choke down um, broccoli, was uh, it was comical to her and very irritating for me. <laughs> <laughs> she, she was crying. She was laughing so hard at me. And I'm sitting there just getting mad. I'm sure my face was red in the moment. But really and truly, that was the catalyst. That was like, OK, we're going to do this thing, you know? But what I'd found was, as I started, and I realized that what we were doing was different than anything we'd ever done before. I had the support of a community. I had a health coach to keep me accountable. I had a meal plan that I could follow without having to read every friggin' label. I mean, tell me, what's worse than going to the grocery store and having to read the carb count or the net carbs on every oh, freaking label? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so that was a part-time job. Yeah. So that, that, that kind of made it easier for me. And then, as we started going through the process and the weight started coming off, and it was coming off pretty rapidly because we were in a low glycemic fat burn, I was like, "Oh, this is, I can do this." And then I realized as I was getting the training and getting into the materials that 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 we had been given, I was learning micro habits how to how to how to build one little habit on top of another little habit, and you don't have to always get it right, but you at least got to keep working towards that goal of building those habits. That I realized. This is something I could probably do for the rest of my life. And so I had the motivation. Again, the start was bad, but then all of a sudden there was that light switch that went on and said, oh, I can work towards this goal. I can do this thing. And that journey, the journey of weight loss was only about a seven-month journey, but my health journey is forever. Mm -hmm. And what happens is when you get that traction, you ask what's next. And so if you get to the point where you can start asking what's next, that's when it really gets fun. So for me, it didn't start right, but it opened the door just a crack for me to see what's possible. And then I was able to to continue on the journey. I want
0: to tear apart those tactics a little bit more because I know this is something that so many people struggle with. But just to give people a sort of a snapshot of, of, you know, you were that 300 plus pound guy then, you ate the broccoli, you did the work put in all the, all the effort. Where are you now? What, what does your life look like right now?
1: Oh, well, here's the weird juxtaposition. So y'all see me, the audience sees me as this guy and, and I'll, I'll send you a before and after picture because you, you wouldn't believe what I looked like before. And I had what, what I see in me, you know, five years removed from the start of my health journey, because we're coming up on the five year mark um, is that I see the world through different eyes. Now, instead of you know commiserating with people who feel like that this is as good as it gets and it's pretty terrible, I'm like, no, there's opportunity. All we have to do is take the small steps and build some small steps and and put one foot in front of the other. If that's all you can do, to move to a better life. My life today, you know, you people tell you you yeah, start with why. Can I tell you that at some point you have to find your why? As as I started this health training, I told you, I did it for the wrong reasons. But then as I started losing the weight, I said, okay, what's going to make me continue this for the rest of my life? Mm -hmm. And I started thinking about my dad. My dad was a great grandfather to my kids. He was the guy that was playing on the floor. He played basketball at halftime when we'd watch a football game. You know, he was active. He'd take my kids bowling. I mean, he was just really involved in their lives. And I wasn't a grandfather at that point. But I knew I would be. And I had a decision to make. Was I going to be the grandpa that sat in the recliner telling the kids what to do, you know, go get me a beer, whatever? Or am I going to be the grandfather that's playing on the floor, playing basketball or whatever? And I wanted to be that guy. So that became, instead of just running away from my unhealthy life, I was running towards a healthy outcome. And now I have a a three and a half year old grandson that I adore. I, I, we, we, we run around, we play. I mean, he's, he's a handful, even, even in my, my, my current shape, he, he, he takes a lot of effort, you know? (laughs) And so to me, that's who I see now. Now, can I tell you that, that food addiction is real and that I will always have that in my life, and I will always be contending for my health. There's never an, an arrival moment in your health. You're, you're always contending in one way or another. What I've learned, though, is, okay, in my weak moments, if I if I make a choice that that is not serving me, I have the benefit of habits and a structure that I've lived for the last five years that I can literally step into a little bit greater measure to get me past that hump. And I have the ability to choose the... I believe that in life we there there are some areas that we have a great deal of control and one of those is deciding what we stick in our mouth. Mm-hmm. And when we're giving the given the tools to make those choices and we begin to build those habits to where the structure and the habit are almost almost identical all of a sudden, those choices become easier. I did this through the pandemic when everybody else gained their you know what do they call it the covid twenty mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. i i did you know i did this through and let me add one last thing because it's a it's a it's important to the the equation. I became a health coach not only because I began to see the world through different eyes but because it gave me personal accountability to my own health journey because when I know that somebody's watching me. Mm -hmm. as their leader all of a sudden it just raises that bar just a little just enough so when you're you're when when they offer you the the blooming onion at at outback (laughs) you're just like is this something that i'd want to see my clients doing and and it kind of just gives that little bit of a nudge i ain't gonna say i didn't order the the blooming onion it is delicious i don't blame you a bit it's uh, it's tasty (laughs) so really and truly those are the two major things is like the whole idea of seeing the world through a different set of eyes now than I did prior to my health journey and having this this why that that has developed over that time that helps me move forward
2: so a lot of this is mindset based right you've changed it obviously not overnight and today you have a different mindset than you did you know at the beginning of your journey but I'd love to hear a li- and you, and you said it earlier. There's like those little micro changes, little changes that we make along the way. But I'd love to hear you know your perspective on how that how you changed your mindset, right? Because it's it is a journey, and it's unique to everyone. But like, what did you do to get that to le- reinforce it to believe the things you were saying? And I mean, how long did that take you? What were your struggles? How did you fail? How did you succeed? I would love to hear that. That's very deep.
1: So let's let's let let's recognize how deep that is. Number 1, you know, having not started the right for the right reasons meant that the that that mindset ha- was taking a little bit longer, you know. I wasn't I wasn't the the guy that was like I'm about to run out the gate and do this bad boy. I was, you know, I was semi kicking and screaming, kicking myself for you know, saying I was doing it with my wife. <laughs> but what I realized was much like a computer, we are garbage in, garbage out. So early on in my journey, I had to inundate myself with the knowledge of the habits. So, you know, finding that why, which is so key, you know, so that I'm working towards something, not running away from something, creating, you know, small wins, you know, a small win may be, I got 60 ounces of water in today and I hate drinking water, or I got 60 ounces of water in without putting Mio in every, you know, in every cup. Um, a win would be, you know, getting through a plate of broccoli without without choking and making my wife laugh. I mean, <laughs> celebrating those small wins along the way really does build momentum. Here's another thing to to the struggles. So ima- imagine this. Imagine the people closest to you being the ones that are just waiting for you to fail. Imagine your friends groups or your business circles all uh, when when you take out your well, we call them feelings in our, in our in our you know a bar or a shake or or whatever that that's part of our meal plan at a meeting when they're having you know the the dinner or whatever and they look at you like you've got three heads or they'll make some snide comment or somebody who's legitimately worried about you because you're losing weight too fast or you know all of these negatives are just hitting you during the course of it until at some point they either ask you how you can help them or they just shut up altogether but there is that moment where it's like you are so countercultural to your to your circle that it makes it very difficult so lining up with this support you know one of the things that we we really preach is the the importance of community Getting in, a, getting in a group of like-minded people who are on a similar, if not the same journey as you, so that y'all can glean from one another. You can share your, your challenges. You can celebrate each other's small wins. Because I, I believe that the, when you begin to, to to celebrate those small wins, they begin to stack up. You know, one of the things, I, I'm sure you've seen the video where the guy that was doing, I think it was the Air Force graduating class, the Air Force Academy, and he said, you know, you want to make a difference in the world, start by making your bed. And it wasn't about the bed. Mm-hmm. It was about number one, keeping a promise to yourself. Number two, getting a small win to start the day. So, it, it, as you start building on those wins, all of a sudden your confidence level comes up. And as your confidence level comes up, now what the naysayers are saying really doesn't phase you in the least. And five years into this, can I tell you, there are still people that are, you know, waiting for me and my wife to fail at this. And we're like, you know, hello, you know, we, we, we've, we've had a presidential election since then, give me a break. And, you know, you know, if, if, if there's a certain number of weeks to build a habit, I'm pretty sure we've exceeded that number. <laughs> and so that, that's really what, but then what, what else happens? You end, end up becoming an advocate, right? If you have the answer to something and other, and you see your answer could help somebody in their situation, now all of a sudden you become this advocate. That you know, and yes, we became health coaches for accountability, but we also became health coaches because we're advocates for improved health. Again, everybody's health journey is different. What what you believe is is healthy and what I believe is healthy are two completely different pictures. I don't run unless somebody's chasing me. I don't bike unless, you know, there there's a very, very good reason for it. But at the same time, we have like like mindedness in saying yes, but health is greatly important, perhaps more important today than any time in our history. I mean, as we went through COVID and again, I'm, I'm rambling on, but I want to, I want to say this, the the term that kept coming up during COVID that really impacted me was the term underlying conditions. Mm -hmm. Yep. And I was blessed that I lost my weight and began my health journey and getting fit. In 2018 and 2019, so when 2020 hit, the term underlying condition really didn't apply to me with the exception of the fact that I have uh, a slight case of asthma. But imagine all of the people that have underlying conditions that that COVID took out. And I, mm-hmm. that really kind of elevated my sense of urgency about trying to help the world get healthy, even if it's just one person at a time, helping them go from a place of unhealthy to a place of healthy. And that really is a thing that keeps me going. Because yeah, you know, Super Bowl happens, Christmas happens, Easter happens, Thanksgiving happens, a day that ends in Y happens. I want to eat something just crazy. Mm-hmm. But there's a mission. And that mission is that we we owe it to to those around us to model health and help them model health.
0: I love what you're saying about building that confidence and, and the evidence. There's a quote from Alex Harmozi I love where he says, you don't become confident by shouting affirmations in the mirror, but by having a stack of undeniable proof that you are who you say you are. Mm. It just You can wake up and high five yourself in the mirror all day long, but unless you do the work and can point at it and go, look, I did it, and I can do more, Yeah, it just builds Absolutely. on itself. Uh, we have just a few minutes left, and this is a big question to ask you to compress into just a few things. You've done a lot of things. You're helping a lot of people on this same journey. I know it's very individualized. Everyone wants the three steps to a healthier you. I don't think it's a thing, but I would love to know, like, what are some of the common threads that most of the people you've worked with, like, just really simple, like, again, there's no three steps to a a healthier you, but what are maybe one or two things that we could do to start on that path and start stacking those wins so we have that
1: undeniable proof that we are who who we say we are? Well, I, I would say this. Number one, you need some sort of mentorship because... You need somebody who's been there, done that, and borrow their confidence because none of us have confidence when we start. It's like riding a bike, you know. You until, until your, your your dad holds the handlebars with you and then lets them go. You don't have confidence in riding a bike. He is your mentor there. So number one, I believe you need a mentor. Number two, I believe you need a community of support. I just do. Find you a group of individuals. I don't care if it's a CrossFit class and y'all, you know, y'all develop a friendship that way. I don't care. You know, for me, we have a health. Community that we that we do virtually through Facebook groups and those things find your community of support because if you're going to get healthy, if this is part of your journey and your desire, you are going to need support we do so much better why do you think aA has a, a group of support Why do you think aA has a has a sponsor it, it it's all the same thing the 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 mechanisms work and number three get you a health nutrition plan you can follow. I, you know, obviously I believe what I did is the best because it worked for me, but it may not work for you. Somebody asked me, what kind of diet should I do? I said, if you're going to do a diet, go to Walmart, pick whatever's on the, on the wall there, whether it's Nutrisystem or whatever, and stick to it. It's just like toothpaste, whatever you stick to is going to work. So, so if you want to do intermittent fasting, go knock yourself out with intermittent fasting, but at the end of the day, do something that you can do. Mine I like because there's no exercise involved. I lost all my weight without any exercise. I you know, but now I am incorporating exercise because that's part of the what's next. Okay. Mm-hmm. So those three things I believe are key to somebody going on a health journey and call it a health journey. That you know, let's add that as a as a as a number one A, because a journey that the definition just really paints a picture of, oh, I'm going places. I'm doing something. I'm adding to my life whereas if you say I'm going on a diet all of a sudden that's restrictive. So mm-hmm. call it a journey. How you phrase things matters. And I and to me those those are probably the keys to to starting a, a a lifelong health journey.
2: That's awesome. I I love all of that and I would love to talk to you more about all of these things especially since you've got a whole bunch of star Wars stuff in your background, like that, just that, like, <laughs> we can do a whole show
0: on the star Wars stuff at the background. Yeah, it's there you go. Uh,
2: but we, but we are running out of time. So if anyone would like to learn more about you and find you online, where can they look for you? Where can they find you and where can they, they find out more about you?
1: well the best place really is davidaspec.com. that's where i i post my show there there's links there I, I I have a book called old dogs New tricks that people can go there and 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 purchase and and really read because I really do resonate with people that are my age the other one is specthealth.com and if you're interested in having us become your health coaches if you'll go to specthealth.com there's It'll explain exactly what we do, and there's an opportunity to take a free health assessment where we where we deep dive in and we get on the phone with you and see if what we do is a fit for what your goals are. So between those two things, those are the best places. Plus, it has all of our social links, and you can follow us on all the places from there. And you have a pretty great podcast as well. Tell us about that. Yes. Keep this in mind podcast. It's a mindset-oriented podcast. I bring people on like The Fit Mess and talk about how the thing between our ears is the beginnings and ends of everything and how we can improve ours and others' lives by changing our mindset. David, thank you so much. This is
0: amazing. Thank you for having us on your show. I'm so glad we connected, and uh, I, I just encourage everyone to, to follow you and, and check out your show and, and all the things you have to offer because you're doing a lot of great work for people that need a lot of help in this world. So thank you and keep it up. Thank you, gentlemen. All right, our thanks to health coach David Specht. You can find links to his work in the show notes for this episode at thefitmess.com. You know, the one big takeaway from all of that, so many lessons to learn from that very valuable interview, but the main thing here is that lasting lifestyle change takes time and patience. There's no quick fixes or overnight results when it comes to transforming your health and your mindset. The key to all of this is just showing up consistently day after day over time, not expecting perfection, but always looking for progress. All right, that's going to do it for this episode, but before we go, if David's weight loss journey has inspired you in any way, I want to make a request. Share this episode with others who need motivation. Simply ask any friends or family members trying to get healthy if they've heard this show before. Even if they say yes, send them this interview. That way, they can also tap into the mindsets and strategies that enabled David's incredible transformation. And if you decide to share any key takeaways on social media, be sure to tag us at Fit Guys. We'd love to connect with you there. So again, my only ask is that if you found any value in David's story, help spread the word to anyone else on their own health journey. But that's it for now. You can find out more about David and about us at thefitmess.com. And that's where we'll be back in just a few days with a brand new episode. Thanks so much for listening.